Greg Farrell is the president and CEO of Farrell Wealth and is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC insurance products offered through LPL Financial or its licensed affiliates. The opinions of Greg and his guests are merely opinions. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Greg, I'm Greg Farrell, CEO and President of Farrell Wealth. It's a wealth management firm that's local here to Valparaiso, Indiana. We manage money for people all over the nation, but today we really want to talk to a local organization that's a franchise group that's helping everyone in regards to um, caring for people, taking care of people, and really just talking about the front lines of what's going on with COVID-19. And uh, a ton of stories out there that they have. I wanted to be able to bring them on. It's First Light Home Care. And they're local here, they're here in Valpo, they're at 15 North Franklin. And they're run by uh, and owned by uh, Jim and Michelle Alex, who are the owners. And Mary Jo Jamie's on with us today. I just wanted to be able to see if we could bring something to you guys out there, sorry, add some value about what's going on out there. They're, they're the ones that are, they're in the trenches here. And I uh, really wanted to be able to bring this to you guys and all the listeners and the streamers out there. Um, in regards to what they're doing, what they're seeing. Uh, just to remind everybody before we jump on with them, um, you can find us on our YouTube channel at Farrell Wealth. You can find us uh, uh, where you have all of your different uh, 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 podcasts, uh, iTunes and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Please, I hope you uh, enjoy listening today and um, stay safe. And so we're wishing everybody to make sure you're staying safe, staying healthy and please be well out there. I uh, want to welcome in uh, Jim and MJ. Hi, how's everyone doing? Okay, so we got uh, Jim Alex is the owner. Um, Mary Jo Jamie is Vice President of Operations. And we're going to be talking to them both here with just a number of questions of what they do, who First Light is, you know, who Michelle, this Michelle Alex is. And, uh, and their, their website, just sort of talking about how, how they're helping people in Valparaiso. So Jim, I'll, I'll go to you first. What is First Light Home Care and uh, what do you guys do? Uh, yeah, thanks, Greg. And um, so First Light Home Care is a franchise system. It's uh, all throughout the United States. I think it's in Canada now. And what we do is we do non-medical um, home care. Um, and a lot of our care is done at home, but we also do go into facilities in the area because um, they allow us to supplement the care there. Um, so, you know, we've been doing this since 2012. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to grow throughout those years. Uh, Michelle is the, I'll, I won't lie, she's the brains behind the operation. Um, I do some of the back office stuff and the taxes and all the payroll and things like that. But um, so I, you know, I think that the reason that we went into this is because we really noticed a need um, for helping out folks that uh, still don't even know that there's home care available. Um, a lot of loved ones need some respite help. So we do respite care, we do 24 seven care. Um, and you know, again, I, I'm kind of behind the scenes. MJ, thank goodness is here. Uh, she's a critical part of our operation. Um, so she'll be doing most of the dialogue here, kind of filling you guys in on uh, what we do and how we make a difference out there and how COVID's affected us. So, uh, so that's it in a nutshell, really. All right, perfect. You can find uh, Jim and, and Michelle and everybody else at firstlighthomecare.com. 
and uh, they have the Valparaiso location on that site, but it is a franchise, so they are national, and they do have a national response to what's going on out there in regards to the virus and how to be able to make sure you're taking care of each other, each other and everyone else. Um, the one question I had for Jim, though, just on the national side, is, have you had a difficult time getting PPE or personal protection equipment for you and your people? Uh, you know what? Uh, when this all first started, we weren't sure what the dynamics of this were going to be. So, uh, I mean, I found myself going to Von Tobel and buying, you know, masks, you know, that for painting and stuff like that. Uh, but luckily, uh, and I'll let MJ kind of add to it a little bit on the local level, but corporate wise, uh, they've been very communicative. I mean, we have had weekly uh, webcasts, uh, daily calls. So they've allowed us to order PPE through them. And, um, you know, I think that's really been huge. And we, we took allotments that we needed. We didn't want to take them from nurses and folks in the hospital. Uh, but we as home care folks are basically a front line as well, just maybe not as directly with the COVID patient. So our corporate folks at First Light have really allowed us to get what we needed in a timely fashion um, to keep our caregivers and our clients safe. Perfect. Um, Mary Jo, welcome on. Good to thanks. see you. Um, thanks for being here as well. And tell us, uh, First Light is really is essential in some sort of way in regards to all the care you guys are giving people and you talk about some of the elderly communities and you know being able to help you know everyone else out there how is it essential in this unique time of social distancing so uh, the big picture is that there are some people that are having they have a hard time living on their own so they have first light come in to help with daily tasks. And right now, even families aren't getting together. So to say that uh, this has changed anything for First Light, it really hasn't. We are as essential as we've always been, maybe even more so because families can't be together. So like my 73-year-old father, I haven't seen him. His birthday came and went and we didn't get together because it's the right thing to do. Uh, if he needed help in his house, we would still have someone do that. Um, and we would be, you know, monitoring that as our clients are with us. So that's the way that we approach that is social distancing is happening even among families and loved ones. But we have medical, um, we have, been taught how to medically handle this, any infectious disease. So we have trained people to know how to step in and be proper in their care. So, and you've talked about this before when we've had conversations. It's a lot of what you guys do is you do everything from basically taking somebody to go get something done in town um, to, you know, for their errands or be social or whatever it might be to you know, take care of them at home as well. I mean, there's multi-different levels that families require or need you guys for. Can you kind of talk to some of those things that have changed since we're all here in quarantine? Yeah, so we have uh, one particular client that we just take him out to, he can't drive anymore because of some neurological stuff. So we take him to a coffee shop or we take him out somewhere for breakfast 
And that obviously isn't happening right now. And to try and get him to understand that he could only take it to go when his whole day is kind of around this one part of socializing, which is super important, right? Uh, that was a big challenge to try and help him understand that things have changed. Um, that's one idea, right? So we're still taking him and getting pickup and getting him out of the house and going for a ride. And, um, but we also have other clients say the more extreme would be with a Hoyer lift, somebody who can't stand up on their own at all, even with assistance. They have to literally have a lift in their home and there's trained people that know how to use that lift in order to get them cleaned, washed, changed, et cetera. Um, that, that's kind of the spectrum there. And you can imagine the need for both and everything in between. So a lot of the employees, I mean, you're talking about very brave individuals that are going in and going into homes to help others. And can you talk about some of those things that is going on out there that we can kind of share with everybody? Absolutely. So um, one really cool story that we have is we have a caregiver who was, while she was caring for someone who was actually in a facility, she chose to not go home and be with her son so that in case she was exposed to anything, she didn't bring that home to her son and to her, uh, to his grandparents, to her in-laws. So she chose to live separately from him so she could keep her job and keep her family safe in case she was exposed and also to not expose herself to anything that she could bring into the facility. So she really turned her whole life upside down. We never even asked her to do that. It's just what she knew was the right thing to do. Like, that's pretty remarkable. Um, we had one other story that this one really gets me because she was at a shift uh, and she was sitting with one of our clients who's, I guess, one of the easier uh, visits. He, he, he just needed someone there to keep him safe. And there was some personal care involved. But for the most part, you know, you sat with him and you enjoyed each other's company. And you played games and you watched TV. Like, he's a great guy, really fun shift. And we got an emergency call from a home health company in Northwest Indiana who said, we can't send anyone right now but this woman has called and she's soaked in her own feces and she can't clean herself up. She just got home from the hospital and she's weaker than she thought she was. Can you get someone there? I called this young lady who was at the easier client, told her the situation and how close she was and said, I can get you a replacement. Can you get over there? And she said, absolutely. Here I go. In COVID time, all that, all that challenge that we're feeling about going just to the grocery store. Here she was with her PPE, gloves, masks, everything she needed, scrubs on. A lot of our caregivers are wearing two pairs of scrubs, so then the top layer then gets taken off or disposed of uh, so that they are staying you know, clean and, and following the CDC guidelines. She, she up and left and did that and was so flexible in such a scary time. That's real bravery. 
That's an awesome story. It really, really is. The show's Money Matters with Greg. I'm Greg Farrell, CEO and president of Farrell Wealth. And we're a wealth management firm. We talk money on this show, but today I just really wanted to talk about something even much more important. And that's just the reality of what we're living in here. And talking to some, to some two of some great people here, Jim Alex and Mary Jo Jamie, um, with First Light Home Care about you know, the reality of those first responders and the healthcare workers and everyone else that's living um, uh, the daily uh, grind of making sure you're okay and you're safe and you're taking care of everything. Tell me, uh, MJ, when you get a chance, like when you talk about the process of getting ready with PPE, like walk me through exactly how that has to, with every single client that you see, with every single person that you're going to see in a day, you know, how are these employees doing this? So thanks to uh, masks from, for NWI, uh, that's on Facebook. It's a group of, I think there's over a thousand people, masks for NWI. They provided us with 75 homemade masks, but these homemade masks are no joke. Um, as you guys know, the N95, even the KN95 masks are really difficult to get. And even if you get the N95, you have to have them um, fitted. And to Jim's point earlier, we're not taking those away from the people that are actually working with infected COVID patients. We're using them, or we're not using the, the KN95s or the, the N95s. I think we initially were, were able to get about 20 of those maybe. And we, we pumped the brakes on that because uh, of the need and seeing the need and not trying to take something we didn't have to have. Um, but these masks that came from Masks NWI, um, they're, the quality of the, uh, of the material is really, really high quality. And they also gave us um, filters to put inside each one of them. These 75 masks were not only made by all different types of people, all different kinds of people in Northwest Indiana, but then they were delivered, hand delivered to us at First Light on 15 Franklin by Dr. JJ, who is an MD at Methodist Hospital. She took time to bring those masks to our caregivers. Uh, we also have gloves. We didn't really have a difficult time getting gloves in the beginning. But I didn't mess around. I was at Sally Beauty Supply <laughs> and we were just finding any place we can get something that would help. Uh, and we're well stocked and we've since ordered uh, the medical gloves and we're covered. Um, and if we do care for a COVID positive patient, which currently we haven't been asked. However, I do have a team of caregivers who have volunteered and said they would take that job. And I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but since we're talking a little bit about money, there is uh, the Heroes Fund. Have you guys heard of this? Mm -hmm. So that hasn't passed yet. However, it's going to be a stipend hourly rate for healthcare workers. And that includes home care. According to the government, according to the Department of Labor, home care is a healthcare uh, worker. So although we're non-medical, we're, we fall under that category as far as the Department of Labor is concerned. So if we have someone going in to care for a COVID-19 patient, we're going to be able to compensate with this HERO um, funds. We should be able to compensate the caregiver 
more than their regular rate. That's our hope. That's perfect. The you mentioned something about trying to help. Is there something that you've seen that everyone out there listening and watching today can, I mean, how can they help on a local level? And many of the people that are listening are, are nationwide here, but um, you know, maybe something that's actually happening here in our community or something you know of as far as programs or whatever it might be. Can you just sort of talk about what is available? Well, currently right now we are collecting artwork from anybody. It doesn't have to be children. However, we started with kids, uh, but I'm sure anybody that wants to give us some artwork would be awesome. And we're donating that to nursing homes and other assisted living facilities in Northwest Indiana, just to help them smile, uh, to bring something different for them to look at, to help their activities and their facility, their, uh, all their administration that's trying to keep everybody sane while they're living in this assisted living or independent living or nursing facility and they can't see their loved ones, except for maybe outside their window, but even that's limited in some places. So keep in mind, I, I, would, I would ask everyone to keep in mind that there are people out there that are more lonely than they were before. And that's not ever a good thing. Uh, we need one another and we need to find ways to touch each other uh, and, and I think this artwork is a really cool project that we have happening. Uh, that deadline is the end of this week. So if anyone has anything, we have a box at First Light Home Care at 15 Franklin, right inside in the foyer. And then I also, yeah, anybody can reach out to me and I'll find them and get that, that artwork. And you can reach MJ at 219-707-8354. It's 219-707-8354. You can also email her at mjjamie, it's J-A-M-I-E, at firstlighthomecare.com. And uh, sort of organize that. It, any donations, I'm sure, just to, it's a great point. There, you know, some of the things we've been seeing with some of our clients, um, you know, they're grandparents that aren't able to see grandkids, and they're just, it's killing them because they want to see these grandkids. They want to go to baseball games. They want to go to basketball games, and you now they can't get out. So it's, uh, it's real. You're absolutely right. I mean, it's make a really, really good point that um, there's loneliness out there for sure. And, you know, hey, Greg, can I, uh, can I add one, one bit to that? Absolutely. Jump on in, Jim. Um, I know that, uh, you know, since this started to uh, take everyone off guard, uh, you know, we weren't, no one was really ready for this. Uh, but there were some times where we were kind of the only home care provider or home care company out there that was taking on new clients. And we knew that um, with the bravery of our, our caregivers, that they would be doing the right measures to take on new clients. So I want to commend them because a lot of folks that we had uh, that were before this, you know, they were, we would see them maybe once a week or twice a week and they either couldn't afford us during this time or they just didn't want anyone to come into their home. Um, like Mary Jo had mentioned, we kind of formed a, a few volunteers that said, you know what, I'll go run them groceries. Um, we're not going to charge them. It's just a free service. We'll just, because they need our, they need our help, but they couldn't afford us. And we, you know, some of the time we didn't even know that they stopped the service because they couldn't afford us because we could have probably worked something out, but we still kind of brought a network together. Um, and I don't think MJ mentioned this, but she actually dressed up as the Easter bunny and, uh, was hopping around at some different facilities too. So I think that was pretty cool. Kind of brightened up a lot of folks' day. 
And I didn't know if she was going to mention that or not, but I wanted to make sure if she got the credit. That's awesome. Uh-huh. Always, always, always the class clown. Well done. Is there anything else you guys want to leave with the audience here today about what's going on up there? Uh, I, I think I want to encourage others uh, to understand that First Light is um, following the CDC guidelines and we are safe. We are sending people in that are safe, that are well. They're all tracking their symptoms every day. So we know whenever anyone doesn't have good symptoms or anything that could be a COVID symptom, they're not going to be on the schedule. Um, We have so far really proud to say no COVID positive in our First Light family in Valpo and, you know, of Valparaiso. So that's a really good thing because we've been out there. We're not isolated. We're not quarantined. We're working. And to know that we're still clean is a very, I think, uh, it should be a a secure thought for everyone. Don't let your loved one's care suffer because you're afraid to bring in some extra help. Talk to us, we can answer all your questions and care should not suffer right now. Wonderful advice, thank you so much. Jim, Alex, Mary Jo, thanks so much for being here and uh, being on the show. And uh, thanks for all you're doing and that all your employees are doing as caregivers out there on the front line. It's just uh, some, some magical stories and thanks for sharing with us today. Thank you. All right, we'll see you guys. Thanks, Greg. Take care. Greg Farrell is the president, CEO of Farrell Wealth and is a registered representative with and securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA, SIPC insurance products offered through LPL Financial or its licensed affiliates. The opinions of Greg and his guests are merely opinions. All individuals should get their proper advice investing and managing their personal finances. Money! Get back!